0: Okay, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening everybody, today is Friday, November the 12th, 2021, excuse me, and I do want to say, I I really want to say thank you to all of those that are uh, members, uh, subscribers, everybody who's just been saying, you know, Dave Camden, you guys have been doing a great job, I really do appreciate it, it's motivating the heck out of us, Uh, Camden, as all of you know, uh, just came came off of a, a bad sinus infection, and we've just been ramping up with the members only content, and that's why you may have noticed a little bit of an absence on the public front, but Again, we're we're back at it. Uh, so let's jump right into it. So first off, I just wanted to say. Um Number one, first and foremost, I wanted to thank all of those who have served, because as of the day I'm recording this, uh, Veterans Day, I believe, was yesterday, November 11th, at least in the West, so I would like to thank those who have served, again, regardless of political uh, perspective and stature, things like that, the the respect, in my opinion, at least must be shown, so anyways, the next thing, or the first thing, rather, is that Biden uh, told a story about pitcher legend Satchel Paige, referring to him as, quote, the great Negro at the time. I've adopted... The attitude of the great Negro at the time, pitcher in the Negro leagues, went on to become a great pitcher in the pros in the MLB after Jackie Robinson. His name was Satchel Page. Okay. First off, I just want to say we're going to be covering news from all over the world, but I wanted to start with this. Unfortunately, we'll be covering some COVID stuff because I do believe it is significant. Now, what I just read to you there, folks, is what Biden actually said genuinely. Those that are members of the show um, on Patreon, on our Telegram, will know that I brought this up. I even tweeted this too. Um, For those that follow me on Twitter, I'm like, are you kidding me? This is the same guy whose administration is telling the businesses and corporations and the states to ignore the Fifth Circuit federal judge ruling pertaining to how the, the uh, the vaccine mandates are in overreach. This is the same guy this is the same guy, build back better, I mean, like, here's the thing, the Democrats didn't have anyone really to run, if you ask me, and again, you could argue very strongly as well, and I'm saying back in 2020, or 2019, you could argue, Dave, you're looking at the the smaller picture, you're losing focus, and I would say, you know what, I agree, it's two sides of the same coin either way, but the reason I bring this up is because, again, where is the mainstream media freak out? I'm not a Trump fan, but at the same time, if we got to be consistent here, like I said, I, I like I like some things that he did, and a lot of things that he, uh, that he did as well, I didn't like either with Trump, but if Trump had said this, my God, the 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 mainstream media would have a field day for months. Trump says the N-word. Trump says the N-word. So where's the consistency here? You know, it's ridiculous. The next thing is that French prosecutors are reportedly investigating an allegation that a female member of President Emmanuel uh, Macron's defense staff was raped by a colleague at the Elysee Palace back in July after a farewell party for a general rightfully so like i mean again look at this like even these gen, like it's all just goes to show you that no matter what we're all human beings and and i say this in not in a way of trying to dismiss what these generals allegedly did or what some of these officials did to this this this, this woman what i'm trying to say is that if we're extraterrestrials looking or for example if extraterrestrials are looking onto us they're saying my god regardless of the power structure look at how they end up coming back to these sort of i guess you could say the 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 the, the human origins of themselves pertaining to the impulsive animalistic behavior you know and that's what i mean when i say that you know we're only human not to defend the action uh, whatsoever i believe that whatever conclusion comes from this investigation uh, uh, you know uh, presuming it's a legitimate investigation that should be enforced because i mean holy cow like, that's ridiculous. That, that's, I don't know. The next thing is that Black Lives Matter uh, leaders, including co-founder Hawk Newsome, threatened riots and bloodshed in the streets if mayor-elect Eric Adams reinstates the NYPD's anti-crime units. And I quote, We will shut the city down, we will shut down City Hall, and we will give him hell and make it a nightmare. End quote. Shavona Newsom, Hawk's sister, threatens. Uh, okay. Again, this is here's the thing, and and it's interesting that this is, this is even news relative to the time that, that that it's being reported because I recently watched a clip from Jordan Peterson, and maybe you know think of him as you will. Some people like him, some people don't. But he made a very good point in saying that we've seen from World War II what that metaphorical line is in terms of you know being a conservative and then crossing into sort of that far right spectrum. He made a very good point, at, at least relative to the context I could apply it to, which is that he, Mr. Peterson, said I think it was on Rogan's podcast two three years ago. He goes. The problem is, in modern human history at least, at least in modern times, there's no reference or frame of reference to, de- to determine a metaphorical line in the sand of saying, okay, what's considered leftist, liberal, and then far left. And I, I, would, I would agree because there hasn't been any world event that would, you know, dictate to the masses, okay, we know the difference between, you know, um, liberalism and far left. And I think either direction, just like anything else in life, too much of anything in life is no good. Any, anything too radical or anything in too much excess is no good. So when I see this right here, for example, right, about, you know, the um, uh, Black Lives Matter leaders, including the co-founder, threatening these type of things, this is, this is far left far left. I I fully, I I don't know what else this could be. I I look at it, again, from an unbiased perspective, or at least I try to. The next thing is that the Communist Party of China has adopted a landmark resolution establishing uh, President Xi Jinping as an equal to party founder Mao and his successor, Deng Xiaoping. He's there. Xi Jinping got it. He seems to solidify power. Again, this is just from an external perspective. We don't know what's really going on on the ground there. This could all be nonsense based on state media propaganda reporting. We have to be vigilant of that, but it seems like he's locked it in, at least from what I'm seeing. The next thing is that... Again, that's why I say what I'm seeing. doesn't mean I'm correct, right? The next thing is that U.S. officials have warned Europe that Russia may be weighing an invasion of Ukraine, according to Bloomberg. Shortly after, Poland had put armed forces on the highest readiness alert and is prepared to respond to any actions of Lukashenko's regime. Uh, according to president duda the point being that there's tension all over the place i mean if i'm not mistaken i think it's 80 or 90000 russian troops are at the ukrainian border i'm not saying this is a good thing nor a bad thing but ultimately i i can understand on a visceral level the sovereignty with respect to about you know the the the, uh, the kremlin those within the russian leadership not wanting ukraine to be a separate country or entity entity excuse me i understand that but at the same time we really need to ask what the ukrainian people want and that's my humble opinion um i I don't think the u.s should be getting involved i mean you got already now calls for ngos with you know belarus and all the it's a mess let them sort it out for themselves in my humble opinion in this particular case and again if not then i don't know what else i could say in in this regard with respects to all these different countries trying to get involved we can also argue Russia doesn't have a stake now that it, technically speaking they're you know Ukraine is their own country. But again, it's tough, and I'm not trying to defend Putin whatsoever, but it's very similar to like the israel Palestine situation in a lot of regards of that sort of ancestral heritage, if you will. The next thing is that the federal court in the U.S. has ordered the Department of Justice to stop extracting data from Project Veritas journalist James O'Keefe's phone and ordered a hearing per the lawyer, uh, per a lawyer, excuse me, probably too late at this point. But uh, the FBI, I mean, the the damage has been done, so to speak, even though that this um, this court order has has come into effect. Uh, Following that, uh, the FBI reportedly leaked attorney client privilege communications from Project Veritas devices to The New York Times after a federal judge ordered the DOJ and the FBI to stop extracting data from James O'Keefe's devices. You see, the federal judge tells them through official, an uh, official channel. Excuse me, stop doing this, and then the FBI goes and uses an unofficial channel. So when they do it, it's fine. Because they're, you know, the FBI, they're an entity, they're, you know, protecting for the good of the nation. But when we do it, no, 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 we're going to jail right away. The other thing, too, is that think about it like this, and I'm not, Project Verita has had their mistakes over the years, don't get me wrong, but if we're looking at this in an attempt of a neutral position, or an external neutral position, the way I see it is this. If Project Veritas was such a joke, as the, the, the liberal mainstream media makes it seem, why are they going after him? If they're such a joke, why are they going after them? If those Pfizer scientists that they got on camera saying those things about, in their opinion, wait to take the vaccine and, you know, they're being propagandized by their employer, they're afraid that to speak even in their own private quarters of their offices because they, they have a strong feeling that everyone's, the executives at the top are listening and the rooms are bugged. You see how they couldn't debunk that? The mainstream media couldn't debunk that because the credentials, because Project Veritas did legitimate reporting in that instance, for example. So again, this is, it's just something to, to quote unquote ponder, right? The next thing is that the White House was, according to the New York Post, was, quote, actively engaged, end quote, with the National School Board Association before the domestic terror letter, an internal memo now reveals. Yeah, no shit. You see, here's the thing. One thing that I want to say, I did a recording, Camden and I did a recording with Brandon from Expanding Reality Podcast last night. It'll be coming out for the members soon and in, 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 uh, in the coming weeks for the public, um, just because we have so much in the chamber, metaphorically, in terms of content still that the public hasn't seen that the members have. But the... the you know, <laughs> Brandon said it best. It's cheap parlor tricks. The elites are—they use cheap parlor tricks. They always have. We always thought as the masses before we had something like the internet to sort of crowdsource knowledge and things like that to come together in a more effective and timely manner in terms of being able to say, "Hey, what's this? Go- what's going on in this part of the world? Do we agree with it or not?" And I say this because. We thought many years ago, for example, oh, you know, if something like this is happening, it's got to be for good reason. We got to just trust the government, trust the system. We didn't have those forms of communication in real time to say, hey, are you tracking this? you following that? But now we're realizing a lot of the elite's tricks, they're just parlor tricks. They're, not, they're nothing special. It's just blatant obfuscation, blatant lies, blatant ignorance. Like, for example... Nancy Pelosi at the COP26 climate summit, she wanted to pick a woman journalist for the next question. She goes, gender equality, she plays that whole thing, right? Don't get me started on that. But anyways, I, I respect gender equality, but I'm saying her narrative is separate in my opinion. Anyways, she picks on a, a female journalist and she notices she picked on the wrong female journalist because that journalist was going to ask her a tough question and Pelosi knew it because of the outlet in which that journalist uh, derives or works for and is from Pelosi walks away from the from the booth the second that the journal the female journalist starts asking Miss Pelosi, you just increased a yearly a Pentagon uh, military budget, but the Pentagon pollutes more than any other than a hun- hundreds of dozens of if not hundreds of countries combined. So why aren't you doing anything about that Pelosi literally walked away from the booth so that she couldn't answer. She gestured to someone else to answer, and it would—they were not answers. It was ridiculous. I don't mean to harp on this, but you see, they're cheap parlor tricks. The next thing is that the UFOs buzzing warships and being reported by U.S. pilots could be of alien origin. Uh, the word she used specifically was extraterrestrially. I think uh, America's top spy chief had. Uh, had said in a stunning admission, um, it was the head of the DNI who said this. Uh, I believe her name was Avril. I forgot her last name. Please forgive me. But anyways, um, she started attending these conferences that even three, four years ago, these agency uh, agencies would not even entertain attending, or let alone have their top chief go attend, or the number one, uh, you know, personnel in that in- agency attend. So again, I think something's coming, as many of you know, and I don't think it's human that's pushing this narrative. The uh, whether it's good or bad is har- hard to say at the moment. But now this is where it gets interesting. Okay, and I'm. I'm going to just sort of list this out in a uh, sort of bullet point form just to give you an idea of viewing this externally. Netherlands plans to impose new lockdowns and restrictions affecting all people vaccinated or not, effective from tomorrow night. Around 85% of the adult Dutch population have been fully vaccinated against COVID, and cases rose yesterday in the Netherlands to a record high of more than 16,000. Next thing is that Austria is going to impose nationwide lockdowns for the unvaccinated population. Chancellor Schallenberg announced amid sharply rising infection rates. Then right after that, Uh, Norway is going to reintroduce its coronavirus health pass after lifting all restrictions in late September. All right. And also, next thing after that, excuse me, Latvia bans lawmakers who refuse the COVID vaccine from voting on legislature and participating in parliamentary discussions. Whoa. So you see this? Boom, boom, boom. See how this all happened so rapidly and randomly? I wouldn't say random relative to what actually went on behind the scenes. I think big pharma got a push on them some way or another. There was a pull. There was a political pull at a global level, and something happened where they had to cave. Maybe not all these countries, but a good chunk of them. Look at the timing of it. I'm not trying to create a conspiracy or or a proposal where there isn't one, but look at the timing. Think about that, right? And then on top of that, the the studies are clearly showing publicly now, too, at the same time, that even if you're fully vaccinated, you still catch it. So what's this whole thing about you can't vote in parliament unless you get vaccinated? What the hell? So, anyways the um the next thing is that again make of that as you will folks and i genuinely mean that because it's quite frightening if you ask me the um let me see here the uh, an assistant professor at Old Dominion University in Norfolk Virginia has come out in support of destigmatizing pedophilia or as Alan Walker a uh, trans a female to male transgender who identifies as non-binary calls it quote minor attraction end quote the non-binary uh, sat down for an interview with the activist group uh, prostasia a registered fi- 503c which may have called uh, Pro-pedophile, which many have called, excuse me, pro-pedophile for their stances on legalizing childlike sex dolls and routinely comparing pedophilia to a sexuality. Look, I'm not even trying to stigmatize that. Uh, Maybe I'm a little biased when I say this here, but studying the Epstein case as much as I am and have, this reminds me very much what that person said that reminds me very much of the way Epstein used to speak about how he would try to, Epstein would try to normalize his behavior to, to these underage girls. So... I'm going to leave that there. That's, in my humble opinion, that's disgusting. In my humble opinion, that's terrible. I mean, I, I don't, even let's just say, in a hypothetical world, in a totally hypothetical world, you have create something like. No, no, I'm not even going to say it because it doesn't even sound right or even sound right in my head. No, no, I'm leaving that there. The next thing is that the UK is deploying an armed forces team to Poland to provide engineering support amid the situation at the Belarus border. Um,. Again, if they want to provide support, then so be it. Sure, I. Uh, I mean, if uh, if there's an intelligence or covert uh, strategic move here, then then sure. But again, I. I yeah, I mean, they could. They if if. Uh If Poland wants help and the UK is going to help, then sure. The uh, next thing is that the ex-Barclays CEO, Jess Staley, exchanged 1,200 emails with convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein that included unexplained phrases such as Snow White. Uh, Jess Staley has uh, um, has resigned from his position at Barclays earlier this month after a dispute with British financial regulators over how he described his ties with Epstein, according to the Financial Times wow yeah 1200 emails that's not like oh i barely knew the guy th- that's that's you know i mean don't get me wrong 1200 in a conversation going back and forth like in the form of a text message format um <clears throat> it, then yeah no no th- this th- that's yeah. That that's quite excessive. And Snow White. I mean, that could refer to one of maybe. I hate to even think this, but I have to that because we have to consider the options. Maybe an underage girl they were referring to could refer to drugs. I don't know. Who knows? Um. The next thing is that the Belarusian airline stops flying. Uh, has stopped flying Middle East citizens from Turkey. The state-owned carrier. Uh, Belavia has barred Syrians, Yemenis, and Iraqis from boarding flights at Ankara's request as the migrant crisis grows. Again nationalistic perspective if we take one that's their country they could do what they want so be it i mean if the sometimes things like this happen and it's not for better sometimes not for worse or for better or worse the next thing is that a rwandan youtube star was jailed for humiliate uh, humiliating state officials um diedon uh, hopefully i didn't butcher his name whose youtube channel has more than 15 million views was sentenced to seven years in prison whoa yeah this is when it, things get scary. That I don't agree with at all. The next thing is that former South Africa president, F, uh, uh, presuming uh, we have everything in context, by the way. The next thing is that former South Africa president F.W. de Klerk dies at age 85. Uh, de Klerk was the last president of apartheid South Africa and was a key actor in the country's transition to democracy. May he rest in peace, uh, presuming, again, he's as, you know, legendary as they say. Um, yeah. And we don't find out, you know, years from now, he did some terrible thing. I'm not trying to cast a negative light on him, but we're finding more and more nowadays these politicians are like that, no matter how much we revered them, right? So again, we just gotta be vigilant. But may he rest in peace. The next thing is that Qatar plans to act as a U.S. diplomatic representative in Afghanistan. Um U.S. Secretary of State Blinken and Qatar Foreign Minister Al Tani sign a strategic dialogue agreement in Washington, DC. I can't I don't think the US wanted to use Qatar as the proxy representative, but they had no choice with what happened. I can't help but think, again, the way that disaster was done was that regardless of who's president, Republican or Democrat, the intelligence and military-industrial complex um, rogue elements, if you will, ensured that the Afghanistan withdrawal happened the way it did. Um, You know, it's up for debate still. If Trump was in there, things would have been different. But the next thing is that in Afghanistan, a mosque in the Nangarhar province was hit by a blast. A doctor says three were killed and 15 others were injured as the Taliban officials confirmed the blast at the mosque in the Spingar area. Look, at this point, I mean it's unfortunate for me to say, but let's hope the Taliban can mitigate this. And I I mean, that's that I uh, that's not any type uh, those are not words I wish I would have um I those are not words um I would like to say but again, because of the withdrawal and the, the catastrophe there, what other choice does anyone have but other than to just state hope in that regard? The next thing is that El Salvador has ordered army uh, ordered their army into the streets after a spike in killings. Salvadorian uh, President Naib Bukele or Bukele has adopted draconian measures to uh, to crack down on gang violence amid fears of an authoritarian drift, um, according to Al Jazeera. And I cite this be- and I say this because. Uh, Again, I don't know if I would say draconian measures because I don't want to say either or unless I'm on the ground personally, Uh, but that was what Al Jazeera referred to it as. So again, yeah. El Salvador, it's tough. It's, it's real tricky. I'm not trying to dismiss it as nothing, but there's only so much I could say in this case relative to what could literally be done in a realistic sense. The next thing is that Mexico has raised their interest rates for the fourth consecutive time. Unlike the U.S. Federal Reserve and the Bank of England, emerging markets have been aggressively boosting borrowing costs this year as a way of taming, worsening inflation expectations. Okay, for me, it's simple. Decision's been made. Let's see in the long term how it plays out. I mean, for me, it's very simple in that regard. I I hate this whole, let's speculate, let's get the analysts in here who, you know, CNN pays 200 grand a year to come, you know, chime in two, three times a week from their webcam. Are you kidding me? You know, so whatever. (laughs) The next thing is that the U.S. has called on Americans to leave Haiti amid a worsening crisis. Haitian police are struggling to control gangs who, for weeks, have blocked fuel distribution terminals in the country. Okay. I mean... You know, this is what happens when organized crime takes over too strongly. I, I don't want to say with confidence or full certainty that these gangs are all, you know, extremely sophisticated organized criminals. But, you know, I I got to be careful with my words here. The members will know this much better. But the, the Haitians, I mean, the, the Haitian organized crime groups around the world are quite strong. I'll leave that there. The next thing is that a Russian oil magnate who sued... Um, Rothschild has seen his New York case dismissed. Sergei Bogdanchikov, hopefully I said his name correctly, who rose from humble roots to lead the energy giant Rosneft, uh, filed the case in New York last year. A judge has ruled that the U.S. was the wrong forum for the case because most of the evidence, defendants and transactions were overseas. Now, you see... Here's what I find interesting about this. Again, if, if that ruling is legitimate in the sense that most of these transactions and defendants are overseas, understandable. Okay, I'm not a lawyer, but understandable. However, keep in mind the, the keep in mind the name here, Rothschild. Right? Is there some influence behind the scenes that made this whole case go away, at a much larger level? You see what I'm saying? Um, it was a former Russian oil magnate's lawsuit to recover half of his lost $150 million fortune from the Edmund de Rothschild Bank was dismissed by a judge in New York. So there you go, right? The next thing is that, uh, take make of that as, as you will. The next thing is that Assange gets permission to marry Stella Morris in a UK prison, referring to Julian Assange. Morris tweeted the news saying she is relieved but angry over illegal interference with our basic right to marry. I, I I fully agree with her. Yeah. I think what they're doing to Assange is terrible in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Um the don't get me started on that by the way, but the next thing is that um humanitarian fears grow on on Poland and Belarus border as child uh, uh, child reportedly died. Excuse me. Uh Poland must allow big NGOs to work on the ground given the scale of the crisis, say grassroots activists activists, excuse me, here's the problem. These NGO things, and when people start calling for NGOs, I think intelligence right away. And and I do know that NGOs genuinely help people, but relative to the intelligence apparatus at large, you got to weigh the options, you got to weigh the odds, right? And so In some cases, the CIA is so strong with their influence relative to other NATO countries and things like that, that they use proxy countries via NATO and other things to get in there and say, oh, we have, we have NGOs to help. But last time I saw NGOs was like, you know, Victoria Newland walking out on the Maidan in Ukraine, and that was... Victoria Newland, in my humble opinion, is a literal psychopath. So, again, that's why I have a sort of a metaphorical bad taste in my mouth when I see those statements made in that regard. But the next thing is that United States journalist Danny Fenster has been jailed for 11 years in Myanmar. A Frontier magazine managing editor has been accused of a range of offenses, including incitement, sedition, and terrorism. I'm pretty sure it's BS, but you know, because I mean, particularly look at what's going on in Myanmar now. Can't trust a word of what's going on over there unless you're on the ground. Uh, it's you know it would be great if some you know uh, opta uh optica Tertia, I think that's what it's referred to uh you know paramilitary CIA group goes in there to save him but I think it all depends on the appearance and all depends on what you know the how significant it is to get this individual out I'm very very sorry to hear about this and and you know uh, I I hope for nothing but the best um the next thing is that Israel has unveiled what it says is the world's First family of electronic warfare systems capable of detecting and disrupting multiple targets at the same time with the use of special beams. Its brand new Scorpius systems, they call it Scorpius, are equipped to deal with drones, ships, radar installations, and other aerial, ground, and naval threats. State-run defense contractor Israel Aerospace Industries, IAI, announced on Thursday. The units work not by firing missiles or bullets, but by sending out narrowly focused beams that jam various enemy systems, including radar, sensors, navigation equipment, and Data communications. Based on the latest electronic scanning technologies, the Scorpius systems can cover vast areas and disrupt multiple targets at the same time, even if they're located at varying distances from each other, the company said. End quote. Okay, this is the genie's been out of the bottle for years now. I think it's now just coming to the fruition of that of mainstream media to disseminate to the public these laser weapons electronic warfare targeted electronic warfare with frequencies it's been i mean i think it's been in i think if you want my opinion i think that was what was used in the Travis Scott situation which members will know in the next upcoming members episode that's what we'll be covering very strongly um yeah i mean it, it, this is the way of the future unfortunately things that we can't see messing with us it, it that's the way it is simple as that which is why again not to be a conspiracy theorist or a fear monger uh, these days, but I encourage people like I'm doing stock up on canned food as much as you can take the precautions, you know, what's wrong with having an extra generator or something like this? Uh, What's wrong with having, you know, a, a, you know, food preparation that can last three to six months, people make fun of preppers. But at this point, I mean, hey, like, well, look at what's going on in the world. You, you got to consider these things, right? So with that being said, folks, thank you so very much for watching or listening. We have a great public episode coming out tonight and we'll catch all of you uh, later on. Cheers.